hello hello happy new year welcome back to queen's date with a lot of lot of enthusiasm after we've just lost a couple of recordings <laughs> but anyway okay so welcome back i am sanjeet i have dhruv and aryan with me and today we are talking about best of hindi cinema that we've seen which unfortunately is probably the best year we picked to talk about hindi cinema <laughs> barely any best barely yeah but you know it's not surprising like i think the last time we discussed we about right. we were right yeah we were all <laughs> on the same page and i think we've all been proven right yeah. uh nothing worthwhile came in and nothing worthwhile i mean nothing surprisingly worthwhile came surprisingly yeah predictable returns from like predictable people yeah. which is yeah. what we had said before before just to iterate reiterate we were right so you can go listen to that episode uh, i mean but how correct we were you remember like i think there was this whole wave of uh, the whole ott thing that started coming in in 2020 right yeah and all the big names on rakashyap shrit sarkar everyone was starting to drop their films there yeah and even films like bhosle and all of these films came in and chintu ka birthday do you think something like bhosle or chintu ka birthday would anyways get released in cinemas no that's the reason i thought ki this would really propel stuff like this to ah. for people to watch which is why i was really happy uh, last year ki stuff like this is coming out and people will watch it and a lot of it was among in my top 10 list was from the otts i think independent uh, cinema really independent cinema because yeah. of streaming platform yeah and this year has been the complete opposite mm-hmm. so i thought like everything that we hoped for went in vain mm-hmm. uh like radhes and everything started dropping in so i i don't know i mean the quality was sure sure to like drop down eventually well, i i thought radhe was one of your favorite films of the year yeah but like how haseen dilrupa was yours <laughs> Don't so now we're toast to. No. Why? Why not? Because one of them is better. Radhi is better than Asim Dalrupa. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, you have to have a master's in uh, uh, trashy cinema to understand the level of craft by Prabhu Deva. Aryan is also here, by the way. He's sick. Uh, he's sick. He decided to COVID. How's yes. COVID going? <laughs> लॉट so i've like literally made a top 10 list and like every year top 10 is actually pretty good to talk about hmm. uh, from 2000s i've like maintained that list of 2003 yeah. like you'll have those sudhir mishra movies coming in in 2003 lakshas in 2005 4 5 whatever and yeah, I mean, so it was like a, we have a lakshas type of film this yeah uh, i mean yeah but <laughs> like a poorly made lakshas but like now you've seen like this year i don't think so we've barely touched like top 10 i think So I had to. Of, you you watch a lot more than I think me and Aryan both did this year. So I you, missed you out know. a couple of movies though, which yeah. I feel could have landed up. Like uh, there was this A R Rahman uh, film called Ninety Nine Songs, which I missed out on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Geetanjali Rao um, animated, animated film Bombay yeah. Rose. Yeah. So those two I missed, which I thought could have, like I heard like a 
good word about them but i pro- missed out on them i also missed out on mm. them and i also missed out on some other stuff that maybe could have gone like suryavanshi yeah 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 and antim satyam jayate too and satyam jayate too and so yeah i mean sad for you but yeah <laughs> you know but you made it up for missing those films now by watching 83 in a live theater ha <laughs> i mean Yeah. So people who who don't know the context, we've already spoken and rant. These people have already spoken and ranted about eighty three. Yeah. In uh, and an episode that will never come out. Yeah, that lost in a black hole. Yeah. Yeah. Just like me, I was while watching that film, lost in a black hole. (laughs) So. uh, And I was during Spider Man. <laughs> let not i think i think if i'm not able if, if i won't be able to explain spider my problem with spider man it people will just hate on me but anyway uh, people have hated on me for shit show also so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm very very I'm confused now is this is this a episode about us mourning about that lost episode or about us mourning about it's it's both i think it's both i think it's just yeah, grief because it feels like mourning about that episode is more productive than talking about like how how in this cinema is like downward spiral yeah i know i mean this so we are doing best not worst of in this cinema so no okay we should turn the other direction and like yeah what we'll do is like briefly um talk list, about our best list. Firstly, easily like uh, because we have so many common favorites. Yeah, and like, you know, actually we've spoken about them individually in other in episodes as well, and even episode, in the yeah. yeah. So I mean, a lot of it has just been retained, so can't, we can't help but like, we can't talk about it again, right? I think it it becomes a little redundant. Yeah, so like, filmmakers repeat themselves. Podcasters can also, right? You know, but it becomes a little boring after a point, right? I mean, I don't know if I have any much more to talk about those films beyond a point. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. So let's let's jump in for the common films that we have, yep. right? So, yeah. Um, the first one, I think that this is my favorite of the yes. year. Yeah. Uh, Sardar Udham. I I don't think so. It's Thru's favorite. This is not my no? favorite. But, I really like it, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so Sardar Udham is my favorite. So, yeah. I mean, deservedly so. I mean, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Shudit Sarkar did with that movie, I think we spoke about it much more in depth in that individual episode. So, stuff that you liked in the film, just like Dhruv, what did you like? I think. No, I I written. I mean, this is so so like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Uh, so just like I think I need to rewatch it honestly just to. i hope i connect with it more as a whole rather yeah. than just sort of i know i i love the last section and the first section but like the middle yeah. section kind of uh, is the thing that's stopping me from saying it's like my favorite thing of yeah this year but uh, i mean what again there's nothing left to say that we haven't already said uh, so yeah so more or less uh, check out if you want to watch yeah listen to our episode uh, and uh, on the film specifically but like uh, But yeah, watch the film. Honestly, it's just yeah refreshing to see someone tackle a well-worn genre, a mm-hmm. well-worn biopic thing, uh, in yeah. a way which is so uh, unique. And, mm. and yeah, Arjun, you were it's your favorite also, right? We were recording our uh, that episode uh, six months into the year, around six months into the year. Yeah, films so far. yeah. And in that episode, we talked about how it's become very, you know, how. 
Hindu cinema is lacking that authenticity and all that we come mm-hmm. to expect. Mm-hmm. And Sardar Uddam literally came like that train wreck wala meme. <laughs> and <laughs> it, was like, it was like wait a minute now I'll show you how to make a biopic right mm. and then yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. after that the road was again clear and it was it was that that movie that has stayed with me and oh my god like the it the, for me Sardar Uddam was a master class in how to set a tone and how to mm. build it monster and it yeah. literally took me yeah. along that journey and mm. I still remember I was a bit Uh, skeptical about uh, watching that movie because I started watching that movie around one in the morning. Okay, I had just returned from uh, I just returned from some place and uh, I was like, oh my god, let's do this! I have have to watch this. And I was very skeptical. And mm. I never uh, I never watch movies in breaks and all. I always come. I always at least mm. try to come once in one mm-hmm. one sitting. But I was almost sure that I'm not going to finish this tonight. And no, I I was there. I was sitting there mm. till four in the morning. And I don't know. I mean, everyone's talked about this by now. But the way Sarkar, the way Surit Sarkar shoots the post massacre sequence, like it mm. feels more tedious and at times even difficult to watch. You know, but it's mm. almost as if the filmmakers want us. to take the notice of how unpleasant it actually was being there mm. and mm. and yeah and it's like that's how freedom fighters of the time might have that's how it might have been for them right? i think you have to and go this through is, that scene though have to go through that scene to understand what the impact is for him but if exactly. that scene doesn't exist and it's like a montage then it reduces the impact i think completely Absolutely. and that is why why it comes like one yeah, it's the ending of the, the film like it's, yeah, it's yeah. not you would expect it to come at the beginning and it's at the ending and it's like yeah. a complete flip reversal of what you what you expect Absolutely. exactly it's just amazing how it places and even the way the film is structured right <laughs> like the entire first act when it jumps it could have gotten so convoluted right yeah. in the hands of a lesser director yeah but <clears> the way it chooses the way it jumps from one location to the another it's like the film through those first two acts is telling us that sardar uddam could have been any of us right yeah. because he mm. was he was a regular guy he was this yeah. he, he just wanted to mm. fight for his country right mm. and yeah. and yet he wasn't a hero you know he was yeah. and for him in his own head he wasn't a hero and that's precisely mm. what made him a revolutionary yeah. right and mm. it, it's just great The way yeah. that entire massacre sequence is handled and yeah. everything leading up to that point, and we <laughs> talked about this just yesterday while uh, talking about this other film, that Sardar Uddam was one of the few films we had this year which actually used flashbacks to its, mm. you know, <laughs> it used perfectly. It blended yeah. flashbacks and yeah. uh, story. Yeah, one of one of our listeners who who listens who is a fan of the podcast will. Will come at us for <laughs> talking about flashbacks in a derogatory way, but but yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, yeah. I know that uh, yeah, it's just uh, remarkably <clears throat> well made. I honestly, you know what? I I, yeah. I think I'm I'm more softer on the like I think although contextually I put it really, I thought I put it really well. Uh, hmm. The second middle part of the film, I think I'm much more softer on it now, even though I've not rewatched it in a long time. Softer, and you like it more, or you like? Yeah, I, I like okay. it more. I think. Okay, yeah. got it. No, I I'm because I think like I that. think we I think both of us also watched it at 
2am or 3am at night that was the earliest episode just to like uh, i'm not presenting a counter argument in any sense but like you know how hmm. uh, we'll talk about this film later and it's like a very co- it's a common favorite and like a very divisive <laughs> film which uh, hmm. so anyways my point is that the reference points that came to my mind and i think sanjeet mentioned while watching sardar udham were tinker tailor soldier spy yeah yeah, uh, yeah and to my mind was also peter lu i don't like peter lu the mike lee film but mm, uh, but i don't like that film but like there is uh that those were the two films i was reminded of and what i was about to ask was like you know the praise for something like sardar udham also comes i think from a place where and we've talked about this how shujit sir has kind of gone away a little bit from bollywood films you know like that ah, sort of yeah, yeah he's yeah, really yeah. toned down everything bollywood in in my opinion like i think yeah. the songs have vanished from his films completely which, which used to be a, a fair staple from for his work right so yeah. do you think part of the appreciation of uh, sardar udham even from us to some extent is also because it's going away from that formula that much or is it what, what like i am curious about that uh, and to i think he's just Yeah. the good part is i think he's just becoming more weirder in his choices okay. uh, weirder because i think we are we are more bound to understand conventional choices yeah. and expect conventional choices yeah. but i think some of the choices that he's made feel very out of place and mm-hmm. that's in a positive way i yeah, mean yeah. in a good way even with now looking back at gulabo sita boy i feel i was a bit too harsh on it because i feel now sardar hasn't put puts gulabo sita boy more into context for me Of what he was trying to do with that film, uh, so I'm happy that whatever choices he's making, uh, mm-hmm. and I I feel he's going to go more uh, towards that it. zone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I, I think I think our appreciation thing. for it comes more from the fact that he's willing to go all the way away from it. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. what a lot of films nowadays, what a lot of filmmakers. I don't know if this is very conscious on their part or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is, but mm-hmm. what we see. more often right now in in our industry is that a lot of filmmakers are trying to go away from that uh, mm-hmm. formula right but mm-hmm. they are still afraid mm-hmm. what if we lose the audience so they are like nahi ek do gaane dal dete will will mm-hmm. cater to some of the audience let's let's make it let's make the process uh, slow and gradual mm-hmm. and the other side of the spectrum is that other divisive film that you mentioned through which we would talk about right mm. it embraces the bollywoodness of it all yeah absolutely yeah so yeah. these two films are on completely different side of the spectrums right yeah. and yeah, yet yeah, we, yeah. we admire we admire both the films in their yeah. equal mm. positions yeah. right yeah. because they are yeah. going in with their respective full conviction they know yeah. they know their vision they know what yeah. they are trying to go at. and that I, I, the clarity shows off it sees through the work but That's i think the, but, but i think that also doesn't mean though that one can't uh, make a film which embraces both and we, the reason i'm saying this is because i love piku so much and it kind of mm. sits, sits in the middle of his filmography 
the way people came in the in the comments i'm like what else do you have what else do you have <laughs> You have angry about the fact that you included the film. Yeah, and I'm like, what <laughs> else do you have this year? Do you know any film? How many filmmakers currently in mainstream Bollywood are willing to direct these sequences <laughs> with such skill and care? I mean, and yeah. all, like, I guess these are also so that and are, everything was well earned. Everything was well earned. Also, who I think everyone's kind of written off, right? Also, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like. I always <laughs> like Pariniti Chopra as an actor. I don't know what she did to his her career, right? But uh, but yeah. she is so good in this. Uh, like that silent scream of rage that comes out across yeah. the screen. I've only seen it once, mm. and I remember that scene. I've seen it twice, uh, more than twice actually. I remember that scene, and it's so effectively heart wrenching at that moment. I think it's, mm. um, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I've always appreciated. That, yeah. Uh, sorry for interrupting, but I've always appreciated Devakar Banerjee for his details. And you mm. know what? On rewatches. I appreciated more of the stuff that I didn't probably notice in the first time watch. Mm-hmm. Which I've always, I think, always mentioned why I I like films like these, like which hold up for me or like grow on me later on because I find something more in those films later on. Yeah. So I think that's a huge credit. I hope to, he gets to make more films. Honestly, like I've all, I, I don't think there's a single. I hope is. Like. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, like oh. all of his films, all of them. Like I, uh, he, he generally makes the f- best shorts in the anthologies. Also, I think. Oh yeah, all of them, all of them, yeah, yeah. in all of them for me. Um, moving on to, I think we can move on to Ram Prasad ki Teri. Yeah. Which also we all of us loved. Uh, yeah. You guys want to say about it? Anything <laughs> about we've already talked about? I yeah, I mean no it's idea. lovely the star cast. I think that is like the biggest. plus for me yeah uh, and i mean the whole melancholic tube uh, the whole melancholic uh, undertone it, was yeah. probably was like the best part of it for me um i think which i saw paglat later on after we recorded that so mm-hmm. um which i realized paglat doesn't even come close to although it's like both of them are like very similar to yeah. the theme storylines location is the same place yeah. but um फेवरेट Yeah, Dhruv's yeah. favorite. Outright um, favorite, I think. The heart play. I hit it like if I was making a list of best films. Yeah. Forget Hindi, regional, whatever. It yeah. It is making it very high up there. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, again, very little else to say. We've gushed about it so much before because yeah. all yeah. three of us have really loved the film, and I think, uh, I've. I've always, you know, in the last episode we talked about the fact that I need to go and rewatch all, a lot of these films, and I've actually no managed to rewatch any of them. I think. Yeah. Uh, but but I remember it so vividly, like that film. Every time someone talks about it, I think 
it's great that someone else also liked it because it's uh, so <laughs> i think it was universally played uh, universally yeah, praised universal. yeah yeah One even though uh, was... because i think it it is tackling two different things but it has to uh, let go of one thing to uh like we can talk about the film right i mean yeah, yeah. uh like she has to let go of her one relationship to hmm. get a better power powerful position oh, in the company yeah. which yeah. i think is a very uh, tricky position to have yeah. because it could it can go wrong completely i yeah. feel and you're walking that thin line and to me it worked perfectly because i feel uh, i don't know it somehow suits the whole narrative really well whatever yeah. it chose to go for I mean, it yeah. also was one of those ajeeb dastans that was ajeeb and which was actually good for its ajeebness. <laughs> some other of the installments yeah, yeah. that were in that abysmally bad compilation yeah. of uh, anthology, whatever it, whatever else. Arun, do you want to yeah. talk about? Yeah, no, I just want to say we have we've all talked about how great Nita yeah. is and all, but I just want to take a moment here and we've all thrown like we have we are all guilty of throwing a lot of. a reasonable shit and criticism at bollywood this year and to a lot of like our directors and all but mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if you guys i know dhruv have dhruv has but in the directors round table for uh, uh, this year netflix ka jo tha mm-hmm. uh, in the rajiv masan's directors round table this year neeraj given talked about how it was such a great opportunity for him because through mm-hmm. because of netflix and all now he could Put out this weird film, which is yeah, like forty-eight yeah. minute mark. It's yeah, neither yeah, a yeah. full short film, like film. It's neither twenty minutes, nor a full length feature. You know, full length feature. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that is great. I mean, I hmm. I think we should, we all should take a moment and appreciate how great yeah. that fact and alone is, right? And I just wish, man, I just wish uh, we see a full feature full film feature. from Neeraj okay. Kevan. बट Okay, moving on to okay. So I'm I'm so you guys. I don't know if you you haven't seen the shorts by Abhishek Chauhan. You've seen all the one of the Hunga Maki Barpa. So I want to talk about both of his shorts because I feel Abhishek Chauhan. I don't know what he's doing making these shorts. Why isn't he? I am just waiting for his next feature Why film. I know he's he making a feature film because no I think one he, went and saw his previous feature film. But I think he's and he's already in his feature is already in production now. Okay. But okay. his two shorts are actually the best part of the anthologies that came out. Uh, one of which is Hangama Hai Kyu Barpa, which came uh, as a part of the Ray uh, anthology, um, which is I think that that Hangama Hai Kyu Barpa was like miles ahead of the other mm-hmm. uh, other shorts. um i think we've also spoken about uh, this shot in other episodes like the you one we spoke about a ray uh, ray and the even the so last far. one we spoke about so, so far. far yeah in the uh, but the other shot which i saw very recently was uh, 
in Ankahi Kaniya, which has features three directors, uh, Sake Chaudhary, Ashwini Ayer Tiwari, and Abhishek Chaubey himself. Uh, the title, uh, the title of the film is Madhyantar, and it's basically a love story. Uh, with is two... it the second story in the? You guessed it right, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It should have been the first one. I and I, I don't even. I wouldn't this even bother watching. This is the weird the... thing about anthologies. So what is this system like? Why would you keep the yeah. longest one somewhere in the middle? Middle or the end? Because you make sure that the viewers stay. Na, I say some weird <laughs> logic. The, isn't that the first? Isn't that supposed to be the first or the last? So that like, if you watch the last and it's great, you come out like, oh, that whole. Oh uh, yeah. Great. You come first, out on a high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then first one you're like, oh, this is great. I will stick around. The yeah. second, third, like who will watch the third one when if you yeah. see the first shot in Ajib Dastan's, I would have so... shut it off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I didn't know that Neeraj Gaiwan had directed the third one. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, if you're listening to this and if you really are interested in watching, uh, just skip to the 36th or 37th minute, straight mm. up in Ankahi Kanya. Don't bother watching anything beyond that. uh and i think it's a 32 minute short yeah. uh till 1 or 8 minutes or 1 or 9 minutes and so beautiful beautiful love story mm. um it kept remind what what film did it kept reminding me of i told you before recording this episode you were telling me about you tell told us about the Ashton photograph and... no, no photograph oh, photograph yeah it kept reminding me of photograph but it is batra's photograph it is batra's photograph uh yeah. but it's not the same thing but it's hmm. i mean the whole film is centered around a, a cinema theater um automatic love right automatic love but 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 actually it's it's not what you think it is okay and it's kind it's of very silent people. no it's not it's not <laughs> but it's like they are the the kind of realm of reality that they're based in hmm. uh cinema becomes like a of this fantasy for them mm. but it's not the fantasy that you expect it to be it is okay. it is there but it, it is very restrained it's very and it's no. it's a silent film for me i mean there are very okay. few dialogues in it mm. uh, and it's shot exquisitely well by avinash arun and written mm. co-written by co-written by uh, abhishek chobe and uh, uh, usain hedri mm. um so lovely lovely film madhyantar mm. please watch it i feel it's i feel it is lovely Another, so another one, another film which is great from a director who we know is great. Just to yeah. like add that. So yeah, Abhishek Chobe again strikes. I mean, yeah. twice in the same year and both shots. So, yeah. I mean, you can club the three shots together and people can just watch it as a feature film. The three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hangamai ki barpa. And uh, and ki, uh, I'll be interested if someone can club those three and then find like similarities and differences. That'll be fun. There may be there may be similarities. Yeah. I, I don't so know. So we can like rewatch. Also, like, yeah, I mean... don't you know the post <laughs> stuff about uh, films having stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out the Shesh episode if you want to know what we're talking about. But let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> yeah Sanjeev. and the last film i think the com- uh, last two films that we'd like to talk about which both of me and arin quite liked were i, I mean arin quite like one of the them. other one milestone yeah. i think both of us quite liked which you also spoken before yeah. and uh, arin do you want to talk about milestone or do you have anything else uh yeah so milestone meal butter i loved basically uh due to the same reasons that we mentioned earlier uh amazing world building amazing cinematography and especially that one uh dialogue exchange that one scene uh, <laughs> towards the middle 
middle of the film like these two characters sit and just talk about life that one scene was ah right do the protagonist and his milestone mein nahi nahi truck mein no 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 in his house where his friend friend comes in drunk ah, and he ah okay okay that one yeah that's that so because lovely yeah. it took a deeper meaning for me watching mm-hmm. it in the context of the pandemic you know mm-hmm. because we've all seen <laughs> news clippings about migrant workers being mm-hmm. left on the road without like the complete apathy from yeah. the yeah. institutions mm-hmm. and governments towards these people towards people of our, of our own country right who run yeah. our workforces and it's this it hit me it, it mm. touched me emotionally and so yeah meel patthar was amazing mm. and probably if it would have been some other year it, i wouldn't i wouldn't have even bothered to include it uh, on my top 5 but yeah i think i'm <laughs> glad that no but i think yeah. a lot of people really love uh, meel patthar milestone yeah i quite liked it yeah, yeah. um so yeah and the other film is sherni which i don't want to talk about because we i really want to move on to the the last common beast of a film that you want to talk about so you go talk about sherni uh, i mean we actually i mean there's nothing to talk about sherni so i think twice yeah, yeah i think yeah. sherni i quite like because of what are the choices uh, the directorial style and the only uh, not in the near future maybe <laughs> yeah but maybe sometime sure, later maybe it's... i'll watch it if someone else is watching it and see but, if i but, would like that hard. yeah but i've not seen newton rewatch newton either since 2017 i i won't mind watching rewatching newton though i think no it's not about like mind but like i never bothered it never like got to me to like sit down and rewatch like i have for like a lot of other movies um but i like think rather right? kind of watch it four more times uh, yeah, yeah because yeah. Uh, for context i lost a bit to drof so yep. yeah um So yeah, moving on to the the last common film. Uh, <laughs> yeah, other industry okay. speak. You yeah. want to get out of the way before we jump into the landmine of a film that we are going to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can we, we can spend I think another five to six more minutes. I think you you've got something to talk about. I, I mean, yeah. it was the producers roundtable and yeah, yeah interesting been, stuff. Yeah, it was very interesting. So I think we so none of us here really liked uh, Sherisha. and aryan mm-hmm. and me have seen 83 and you haven't seen 83 so no, we both didn't like 83 uh yeah so i think the bigger point i think in the producers round table which is on youtube for film companion was basically uh talking about you know i mean producer speak is always a bit money oriented and like kind of grim mm-hmm. for like the artist's perspective yeah. but like yeah. the whole perspective was that about these i forgot the company's name is or is it am or max or max or max. max sorry or max yeah i am confusing the covid thing and that company <laughs> name uh but the or max thing uh, was a bit like when i heard it it was very casually said in the episode and like it was like i changed movie scripts i changed plot points all because all the successful films we've had have very ironically been all or max research films really we did yes. that also and i know they wow. do we have a two ways of doing do it, it an organic huh. way huh. which is friends and family and call people who i don't yeah. know call people who you don't know hmm. and you know we've been doing that nikhil knows we've been doing that even when of the your in the in, hmm. in my case in my career huh. yeah it has been done very informally earlier right correct. in the sense correct. when i'm reading it's a docket that or max sends yeah. you and they give you a score like for example and i can be very candid and honest when we get bhoot for or max mm. because i don't get horror films mm. <clears throat> i don't understand them because i don't watch them i'm too scared 
um, I realized when I got the Ormax research that, oh, this is a problem. It was a low score. Then we tried to alter it. We went a little high, but we knew that this is where the film would land. I was very ready. Similarly, with good news, we got a Shesha. Even Shesha, though it was not a theatrical, we got some amazing feedback in any case. And the points we made. And I was like, this is the most depressing form of filmmaking if that's going to be the norm then. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's basically like, uh making films because they it'll guarantee you to get an audience it's not someone creating something mm-hmm. uh it's it's like being oh, you know that uh when some stuff is like approved like that verification mm-hmm. ki ha ye mm-hmm. to acha hi hoga or like logo ko acha hi lagega types and i'm just yeah. like yeah this is so boring like, but you know what so boring i think it's a paradox i think you know what because people have eventually warmed up to shersha more than other films right mm-hmm. so it it kind of proves i know 83 didn't do well but like again, i mean but it's also take into account the pandemic and a lot yeah, of other exactly. the so, festivities the cold the weather and everything but, uh, but but look at it right those are definitions of safe films to me so absolutely i mean no doubt i mean these are they are inherently safe but they are also coming from a place of a person who's putting his money and everything yeah. online and he was coming after the barrage of nonsense that happened on social media and everything yeah uh, so i no, mean i i get so, the user's point of view i just yeah think, yeah yeah well, i mean it, it I becomes wondered, i know i know what you're trying to say i think it's it, it's too mechanical a thing yeah. to like because it be, it it just becomes redundant the movie making process becomes redundant that you put that process to sardar udham do you think that would have had like a big omkron no way or whatever absolutely no way no or mac or omkron i'm going to or max or max yeah uh, yeah i mean it wouldn't have worked at all i feel but then i think that's the beauty right i mean you go in i think that that happened with october also yeah but uh, for shudit sarkar if i'm talking for that film specifically um so they marketed it completely other way so that they other way yeah yeah, yeah. and they, it also had varun dhawan who was like a commercial who is a commercial star and you know the film got a big opening for the kind of film it was it made like it a bunch of money off. it fell down but it made its money back so i mean that's yeah. that's smart business i think yeah for people who think that it was a flop it wasn't a flop it mm-hmm. made a lot of money and it made yeah. its money back so i think yeah. that's a win there um but i know what you're trying to say i mean uh all these but it, it's also people charging a lot of money and the process isn't becoming cheaper in any way possible either no i, I, mean, I think it's i think it's yeah. wrong to just blame it on the producers and and you know the exa- yeah i think what we often do is just take away the blame from the public why like no, there, yeah, there yeah. has to be something like there is a reason why something like yeah. is doing well right like it's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just putting it out and like it's just doing it people can like shersha was like like i know we've kind of kept it as like a punching bag this this year but it really is the representation of boring yeah makes it for a very good reference for us to look and judge films in general because i think sometimes we we as like people who watch a lot of movies get separated from people's perspective of watching films yeah i mean that is bound to happen because we watch a lot so we know we have a certain idea of what actually quality is mm. uh but people who rarely go and watch films queue in also the mcu audience uh <laughs> nice when you got to spiderman yeah i mean they never get to know because 
they don't watch a lot of good cinema, which is where also our podcast comes into play. Watch good movies. <laughs> Arin, no Arin, do you want to say something about or Max and numbers? And no, no. I I'll just say that all these trends that we keep seeing, and at yeah. this point in my head, I've just uh, made this point that at this point it doesn't matter what industry, what country you're talking about. Okay, it all comes down to in my at least in my knowledge, it all comes down to one very striking issue that I think we are witnessing, and I think it's going to be. uh it's going to ascend to it in the near future is mm-hmm. for the struggle for mid budget films mm-hmm. to get financed yeah, yeah, yeah. is for mid budget films to get a proper distributor and get released and to yeah, reach yeah. a wider audience and i think oh, someone i if i'm not wrong someone even brings this up in that uh, same round table one episode yeah. someone brings this up about uh, mid budget films Just for a fleeting moment, some producer yeah. brings this up. No, no, it's it's a it's it's that's not restricted to Bollywood. Also, I think that's even going to Hollywood. The mid budget. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's basically wipeout. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah, exactly. the, that's mm. the most at the danger of a wipeout. Sorry. Mm. Uh, you'll get the cheaper stuff. You'll get the which is good. Mm. The independent cheaper big yeah. stuff is also good, but. Uh, but the one of the reasons the big stuff sometimes is helpful even when it is absolute turd. Is like because uh, yeah, it helps finance other smaller stuff or like mid budget stuff, but like because there are stakeholders, right? So yeah, yeah I don't yeah. see a lot of. I mean, obviously, it is a worrying pattern. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tormax and all this, but I mean, hmm. good, 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 good. No, but this is the thing. It is a worrying pattern. It is a worrying situation. But then again, it's like we have to wake up at some point, and we have to at we least will. support. We will yeah, we'll wake yeah, up. Yeah. We'll wake up for. But now, uh, now I think with again. with with this with this and film censorship and everything online censorship everything oh, coming yeah, together, it's going to be very difficult. I so, think censorship. I know I'm not advocating censorship, but I think uh, what censorship sometimes does is does does allow filmmakers to become really really creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh-huh, that's it's, what Zoya Akhtar said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. think it's not to do with. I'm not advocating censorship at all. But, but yeah. it does, if it is there, then I think people work around it. I mean, what about blocks? I mean, see, that, I think filmmaking is all about having problems and then finding solutions to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, you do whatever it takes to find a solution to whatever. I mean, the Hollywood myth, na, Hayes code and all that. So people coded yeah. the whole romance and like the sexual whatever tension yeah, 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 yeah. differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that doesn't include the whole flowers, pay close up or whatever, uh, <laughs> or whatever. The the similar sort of. Arun, you were saying something. Yeah. We mentioned all the important points, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we haven't covered. I mean, uh, I mean so wait, once again, did we did we mention? Uh, This is the video, the producers roundtable on film content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Thrice we publicized it now. Yeah. Okay. No, but I think uh, what makes me even, you know, sadder about it is, first of all, it's it's still the whole process is still guided by the producers. Hmm. Uh, basically, the finances, not even producers. I feel hmm. the finances, whoever is financing, and. their need for someone who can sell the movie now in this digital era they need people who have good instagram following for your film to for to watch mm-hmm. so there was this film i was working i think i've already mentioned it to dhruv before um 
so the film that i worked in very recent not very recently it's going to be a year now it hasn't released yet but the demand for the producers was they need someone who has at least over a million followers or around a million followers on instagram and it was very flabbergasting because because how do you because if you get someone like that the person is probably not one of the better actors that you'll find you have to deal with all of that yeah no no go ahead yeah so i mean the that's weird thing is that so the you everyone would have thought that the digital revolution would yeah yeah would empower sort of you know these smaller independent no. everything <laughs> And Tell I me. honestly thought that the departure of the Khans because they're getting older, yeah, uh, and the arrival of fresher blood, as whatever you want to call it, yeah, would, would have that effect where we'll transition from actor obsession to director-oriented cinema. Absolutely, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. The fact that yeah. you're talking about this million followers and everything seems like yeah. what 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 is going to happen is it's just going to compound it, and mm. then. you're going to stick to that actor oriented model uh, See, and then it's also because you, there's like a lot of stuff that that comes on ott and most of it gets lost yeah i mean that's like a bigger disadvantage also that you actually have to dig in to find all of this stuff and that is when they netflix, netflix keeps producing yeah. producing stuff like uh, uh, those rom coms uh, i forgot the name kissing booth kissing booth to all the boys have they keep producing all of that so that people come onto the the platform and oh, then nice you will have to do all the digging to find all the good Why stuff the algorithm will recommend you the disciple if you watch the kissing booth yeah <laughs> but uh, enough of then you the go on imdb and bad yeah, now now we talk about joy amartya joy especially Yeah. I mean, so for for reference, I think okay. Let's let's give people a little more bit, bit more context. Yeah. So the film that we are going to talk about now is uh, a pretty polarizing film, and we decided to talk about the film in the episode that got lost uh, in the black hole. There were uh, four movies, by the way. We we, we about... spoke about four movies. We spoke about Minnal Murli. We spoke about Spider Man. Uh, no, 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 no way home. Yes, so even forgetting the title already. Nice. Eighty-three and Atrangi. So it was a good mix of four films, and all I four mean, me, uh, Sanjeev, Dhruv, Aryan, and Amartya. All four of us discussed. Amartya is not here in this episode. Um, so it was a good mix of opinions on all those films. The uh, first three films took a combined total of one hour and ten minutes to discuss, and yeah. this film which we are going to discuss took about one hour itself. So. Yeah, because we we didn't realize we'll have so much to talk about, and Aryan. Uh, so. uh me and dhruv actually like this movie you're going to tell the name of the film uh, in a, in a minute and uh, amartya clearly didn't like this film and aryan was on 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 the fences i don't know uh, he didn't reveal about his opinion about can, the film I, till the I, very end can huh. i copy paste the the cricket analogy that amartya made i'm going to copyright it to him because it was really poor yeah yeah go uh, ahead so this film was a 6 for aryan or 4 for me and like a 6 as in like a cricket analogy 6 for a 6 sir 6 sir a 4 for me and sanjeet and a hit uh, not hit wicket what is clean bold clean bold for uh, for amartya so yes yeah What i mean but the film we are talking about so the film we are talking about is anand el rai's atrangi re two days mein rahenge is baat uske baad shaadi ek hi dono ko nande udhe entire lagti hoche gali nahi de raha tamil mein bol raha hu matlab tumko bhi nahi chahiye shaadi bilkul nahi chahiye meri maa
मामा अपना बहुत पुराना चक्कर इक्कीस बार भाग चुके इसके साथ विशु बाबू हर बार पकड़े चले गए ये तुमने उतारा नहीं अब तक तुमने डाला तुम ही उतार लो घबरा कह रहे हो बे अरे छेड़ रहे तुमको यार और जब छेड़ रहे तो छेड़ जाओ आई मीन मिक्स्ड ओपिनियंस बट डिलाइटफुली गुड एंजॉयबल फॉर ऑल फोर ऑफ अस especially because you know uh, i the the noise about the film slightly had already reached my ears uh, mm. i already read a couple of things you got and... comments also saying how the hell did you like it yeah i got like comments <laughs> on letterbox again ashwini commented oh, yeah. who he to got comments on his own letterbox na yeah. i am to getting comments on different pages instagram <laughs> dms <laughs> everywhere yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed with your post how can you nice yeah No, a lot of people did agree though no, yeah no but the hate is so much that it always like overpowers the oh, okay. <laughs> positives yeah, yeah 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 how can yeah. you like this movie it was so problematic and such a bullshit movie and i'm like okay <laughs> I, i mean i mean that's what that's what actually is a very certain opinion but the other opinion is actually there's no middle ground on this film i feel uh and i feel yeah, i think we both are middle ground i'm more middle no, ground no. i think no You no know, i think it's more like i think actually you know what happened during that episode aryan just validated more of my feelings towards the film so i'm more towards his side but it's not yeah. what no, no, he I'm rated it as the liking part also i'm just uh, uh, yeah that i mean i like it i'm more towards the loving part of, it, of part of it but i also have mm. problems with it like i don't i'm not like uh-huh. absolutely uh, i mean i mean i think even i have problems with it no doubt no, but like i i have problems uh, that that stop me from loving it as much as aryan does like that ओपिनियन but apparently it's got like millions of views i mean i so again the ormax numbers come into play i think it it was viewed some 11 million times uh, over the last weekend which is massive is the feel. power of the bringing the south and the north together because of the possible akshay uh, kumar also rehman and oh, yeah rehman oh what a lovely score man so combination of this you t- you you mentioned ormax uh, and all that right uh, sanjeev you mentioned the numbers and this again brings me back to that point that i me and dhruv initially made right in that podcast because mm. we were discussing achrangi re right after talking about 83 right and mm-hmm. it's revealing to me how 83 was had got such a wide release and this yeah i mean this would have been such an amazing like this this would have been Absolutely. an ideal 
crowd pleaser you know like an ideal yeah. hollywood musical theater experience yeah, yeah yeah i think it was supposed to release in october october 6th and december 24th was a given release for digital mm-hmm. uh, from before but i don't i don't know why the theatrical release didn't happen on 6th october i think 6th october was a date uh, but the i mean but still we also in that episode we caveated that aryan's excitement for the film might also be because he just watched it after watching it with trick so <laughs> yeah but, but i think his 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 love has stayed with it yeah yeah he rewatched it so yeah uh, and i binged on the music uh, so you want to describe the plot just to make sure that we are like getting um, ground here where where everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. what absurdness the film has in store so atrangire follows the story of this character called uh, rinku 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 yeah. yeah rinku rathor was it rinku rathor i don't know the i don't know thing. yeah so yeah. rinku who's uh, a fierce personality hmm. but is forced into marriage uh, hmm. the story is set in bihar it starts off in hmm. bihar and then goes to different places uh, chennai hmm. madurai and uh, delhi. delhi um yeah so starts off in bihar is she's forcefully married to dhanush's character who's coincidentally also <laughs> there uh, at the same place hmm. and and then the story then takes place uh, and then Dhanush starts actually loving Sara uh, Sara Ali Khan's character, and then the en- the entry of the third character, which is okay. Akshay Kumar, happens somewhere in the midway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that that is the plot. But that plot is not what it seems like. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, Dhruv, you go with your initial thoughts, and we'll just like r- jump in directly with okay. whatever you want to so start. Discuss it fully. I, I mean, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can spend another ten fifteen minutes talking about Atrangire and why we liked it. Uh, so that yeah. people can reason it out we can reason it out better about yeah, our we'll, we'll basically like if, if anyone questions us about this film now we'll just post yeah. it into their faces or something right like just take yeah, yeah. like that's yeah, how yeah, it is yeah, yeah. Uh, i think uh, like we've talked about this before the fact that we um, films should work or like best films work on two levels yeah uh, the surface and the underneath whatever yeah yeah, yeah. and all that mm-hmm. i thoroughly enjoyed this film which is to say that i never thought that it was boring i always yeah. thought the uh, narrative kept on moving i always thought yeah. that you know whatever things were mm-hmm. happening sometimes they were irrational or whatever they weren't sort of uh, they started very quickly and happened uh, got over very quickly yeah. but it never felt uh, like it always engaged me i laughed several times during the film i felt emotional so i think those things we can overlook sometimes right because mm-hmm. those are like mm-hmm. easier emotions to have but i thought yeah. it worked very well on that level first yeah and uh, and as for the film and what it is trying to say as such mm-hmm. i think i have a lot of thoughts but but let's let's get uh, but I, I, I yeah it's complicated but i think it's it's complicated in a way which is uh, beneficial Positively. rather than yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Mm. aren so, love yeah, for the film come on aren <laughs> <laughs> I loved this movie because it gave me everything that I had been missing out from a Bollywood musical yep. like in a long mm. long time mm. and I I still think that it's a it's an extremely flawed movie okay and I still think that Ranjna is a better film than this mm. but let's be honest how you look at a film like Atrangire is going to be wholly based on whether you decide to go with the swing that the movie is going at absolutely right? mm-hmm. and another thing that i really admire is how the film makes 
poet a part of its own world and mm. our everyday see for me like the entire essence of melodrama is that our everyday lives are inseparable from the events of our surroundings mm. right and yeah, the yeah, yeah. when is it like the main essence of melodrama is it's in its treatment of everyday people's troubles with grandeur of tragedy right yeah. and the film sets up its world so well with so much conviction that even yeah. when the big reveal the sajjad mm. thing is made it may come across as spoilers but let's surprise thing like we'll will probably dis- delve for yeah, spoilers yeah. just not to talk around it right i mean i don't know if it's a spoiler i mean if you're if you're into the film i think no but we'll spoil it's the all over the internet and so. yeah we won't discuss t- okay fine cool let's go let's go in yeah so yeah. even when the film is like the film sets up its world so well that even when the big reveal is made it may come across as less surprising you know but there's this it's no less affecting and i was so mm-hmm. willing to i was so into the world that the film mm-hmm. was building that i was willing to let go of many of that many of the flaws that i had with the film from mm-hmm. pompey we talked about this sanjeev right and that mm-hmm. yeah from yeah from the transition into the second act to the extreme yeah 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 broadian yeah. climax that us you like it asked a bit too much from you as a yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah even during that moment and another thing that i amazed like i was in awe with how anand anand rai and himanshu sharma's knack for understanding indian culture because Absolutely. yeah 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 the world because uh, our protagonist uh, sara ali khan's character um her name is oh my god rinku 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 is from bihar right and within the first mm. 10 minutes of the film we learn how abusive her family is how abusive mm. and toxic the environment that she's grown up in is right yeah. so mm. every choice that her character makes from that point on it makes sense right yeah. and dhanush mm. is mm. textbook like a, a very simple guy, guy simple guy mm. who likes like he literally has is a checkpoints that coil life set out yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's thrown into this completely opposite scenario with the with mm. this girl and yeah. this girl and yeah that is like a perfect recipe for a for an ideal bollywood romance right yeah 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 and yeah, a clash a, of the opposites and clash opposite, of extremes right, right in that way yeah from yeah. mm-hmm. a melodrama exactly. sort of yeah. Uh, yeah angle of it yeah yeah but um, I think this is not the first like what so obviously this goes without saying like it had it it had its own flaws mm-hmm. but I absolutely enjoyed the ride because I was thoroughly laughing and like with the emotions that came through um, mm-hmm. number one uh, number two being Iman Shu Sharma and Anand Rai this is not the first time they tried doing the whole magical realism thing mm-hmm. I think they tried it with Tanu Med's Manu Returns as well mm-hmm. uh, I mean the whole coincidence of a look like of tanu appearing and yeah. it's it's a it's a complete opposite of the first film actually to be honest for me mm. because i thought the second film took a very different route than the first film mm. even though it kept the same characters in continuation mm. of the story and whatever the whole film was on a different operating on a different mecha- with a different mechanic altogether mm. um with all the magical with the whole coincidence but it was like a very small element to be honest in the bigger yeah. because it was different uh, but i have i am not i'm is now you are now you are uh, yeah yeah so my audio has completely disappeared from that part. no no now you are there 
No, but my, did you did you still get my audio though? You can repeat the lines. I'll cut everything behind this. No, we won't cut. Let's. So what I was trying to say is, uh, um, even though Tarunvaj Manu had some elements of magical realism, it still stuck in the. It was still stuck in the mechanics of the previous film. which is why it could never overblow itself with the whole idea of magical realism mm. uh which became more prominent in zero uh with the whole thing mm. i mean such a lofty plot of a person who's a dwarf living living in merit goes to mars yeah i mean with shahrukh khan shahrukh khan yeah i mean yeah. i mean contextually fit if you fit that film it i'm telling you uh, yeah. uh i think i've spoken to you guys about this before as well zero and fan would be more lovingly received I think ten years down the line, because I think they contextualize the legacy of Shahrukh Khan as well. Yeah. Uh, and this film, I'm and I'm props to both both Himanshu Rai, Himanshu Sharma, and uh, Anil Rai for sticking to their idea of magical realism and emotion and an emotional journey of characters uh, mm. from zero and making it keeping it the same with with Tatrangire as well. Yeah. Um. So because I think the whole thing. It's it's a conviction. I think I think I've spoken to you guys about this as well. We were saying in in that thing also. Yeah. Maybe Josardar Udham and uh, ha- yeah, an Aryan side that Atarangi yeah. is the other side of the. It has conviction yeah. in uh, complete conviction to what it's trying to body work exactly exactly sort of style of it filming. believes in the ideas and not not once does it does it question its question its ideas because yeah. if it questions then it stands in the middle ground. If it doesn't, it is completely growing swinging for the fences. Yeah. It's like completely going. If you believe in it, you believe in. It. You have to have that suspension of belief that yeah. someone in this world can have that idea of falling in love with a person on first in the first sight. Yeah. I mean, something magical really happens when, uh, in the first in the opening sequence where Dhanush sees, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's a very Sarah, great. Sarah Khan's character, and then she passes through him in in the rain, uh, yeah. and he sees her, and I think that stays with him later on because I think. that similar snippet appears later in one of his thoughts uh, right? i think yeah. that's a key moment and i i never clocked it uh, when yeah. when i watched it first which is why i thought the first half uh, of that film to me i know everyone likes the first half and the second half is like the breaking point is it like good or bad i always thought yeah. the first half yeah, was know, still too much of a remix of uh, tanuvaj manu tanuvaj manu uh, returns and ran zero also right? And zero a little bit, but I think all three like the rural yeah. setting and like that quirky, you know, quirky, but like whatever that very yeah. stick humor almost. Like, yeah, yeah, humor. yeah. Uh, and like uh, whatever, <laughs> like all that stuff was there, and like uh, <clears throat> I was like, okay, Sorry. this is this is a bit like all those on fast forward for me, and I kind of want this to be its own thing uh, <clears throat> now. And it's the second half for me that gets to the own thing, and I, I think where people lose it is where <clears throat> I'm with it. Like I honestly mm. think that where the film goes with its idea of uh, mental health and companionship and mm. love transcending all boundaries, mm-hmm. like I, I think if you can accept something like Interstellar throwing it at my face with dialogue, mm. why not? Yeah. Why can't you like accept something like? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know people are gonna like throw eggs, but it's fine. No, uh, like no, 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 like, no. It's a valid like, criticism. It's a valid point. And even like, and we mentioned my crazy comparison was Titan. Like there was a there's a genuine yeah. sense of uh, compassion in both films that asks you to accept people for who they are. And mm. if films are going for that, yeah. uh, then I think I think I'm with them. Uh, like from an emotional standpoint, and I think yeah. where the film goes is much more positive. Except for the, I don't know what to make of the last scene. Still, right? The Freudian subtext surface is so yeah. like. 
too much in your face that i was just like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. can we just back off a little bit mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but i mean but that's yeah. the i think for me that's the bigger negative of all things which is uh, the, the climax part the way they delve into uh, the flashbacks and everything i would really like how they staged the fla- flashback though i really like how they i don't mind the staging but i felt yeah. i got the whole point they didn't have to hammer it Explain home it. Hmm. yeah yeah uh, they didn't need to it was already going too well for me i think do you think they uh, by doing that they opened themselves up, themselves up to a lot more criticism like what if they hadn't explained i think explained, so uh, i think so because i think if it. they would have kept it more abstract then people would have had to dig more into it and people the other people who had such uh, criticisms like those yeah. extreme criticisms they wouldn't have so much to pinpoint or something i feel they gave it more the, that part gave them more validation to like criticize it, it as as a and give proof proof give, uh, like put it, use it as a proof for the point i feel yeah um, but whatever i mean yeah are yeah. go ahead are no yeah no yeah i mean obviously let's address the elephant in the room the entire online discourse around this film right and mm. you mentioned interstellar right dhruv right? yeah mm. at the point i mean it's not the first time that we are seeing the idea of love being the ultimate thing that heals everything yeah. you know your coping mechanism yeah. and everything mm. i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bollywood musical and at the mm. same time i understand that filmmakers have have are on the constant fence you know they remain on the constant fence of patronizing their viewers when whenever they are doing <laughs> something even remotely See, 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 like serious yeah. as mental health. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if one were to look at the theme of mental health from a mainstream Bollywood mm. musical, mm. even then, I don't think that the movie is making a point with yeah. against. Yeah, yeah, you actually made so, a great point about how it represents uh, the whole thing as a sort of carnival, right? Exactly, mm. because Vishu's Vishu, we see Vishu's best friend, right? Uh, yeah, this is Madhu. And with this, this pop, like, by Ashish, yeah, yeah. Right. Ashish Sharma, not Vijay. Sharma, sorry, not Vijay. Ashish, lovely, yeah. lovely performance yeah. by him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's through his character that the film puts out how mental health is usually seen in our, hmm. you know, big circles. Hmm. Yeah. He's the reasoning guy. Yeah, yeah, hmm. because he is doing these different degrees together. He's also a psychiatrist who claims that he knows every how every woman. things because it's very smart i think like just making the exactly. comic comic relief character the kind of the exactly. person who's also wrong yeah I think. yeah yeah so, calls out so, him as wrong the, the messaging would have been problematic if the movie was making a case along with him right yeah but, yeah that's what i think the character vishu's character vishu's character doesn't go with that yeah doesn't hmm. go that route he doesn't hmm. when in in the last act when uh, madhu tells him dhanush's mm-hmm. character that tell her go outside and tell her that he is dead and she'll have no option left so she'll come mm-hmm. to you no matter what i mean she'll get over it but yep. dhanush's character doesn't do that he goes mm-hmm. out and he lets her be he gives her her mental space and he mm-hmm. lets her be and he he puts her puts his trust in her right mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. she'll find her solace she'll deal with her uh, troubles her trauma. life trauma mm. herself and she's strong enough to do that he trusts her with that mm. and that's why he um, takes her to the station he tells her that 
if you feel right then i'm i'll wait for you over mm. here till 5 in the evening or whatever he tells her and he stays mm. is outside and he lets mm. her have a reconciliation and mm. that's i mean <laughs> like i don't think that mm. anyone should look at the messaging of mental health they, they shouldn't look they shouldn't go into bollywood films expecting such social messaging सज्जाद becomes less and less and less and so by yeah. the end he basically becomes becomes one, uh, yeah that that one figure who she needs to yeah uh, in the last scene yeah. sajjad wears the same costume as what uh, dhanush dhanush's uh, okay. character wore the okay. previous night at the operating okay. table okay i mean see the i mean these are the small small details that we probably miss out but it's actually there in the storytelling yes. that is actually telling us hitting the hitting the idea and the home ke okay this is not what you think it is about it is about something yeah. else hmm. and uh, i mean i really appreciate uh, that first of all i i don't think so it's trying to carry the weight of of a social preaching a social issue hmm. or uh, preaching us about what some sh- someone should deal with and i think aryan gave us or uh, i think the last time around he told us the casting of akshay kumar was a master stroke because hmm. in her dreams uh the the personality is a superstar yeah. the the person of her dreams is a superstar yeah. the circus and every it's like the whole flary thing it just fits in contextually that it's larger than life and dhanush is an out of place personality hmm. who's doing medical yeah right i mean it's the it's, it's in a complete it's opposite direction yeah um, and hmm. i also really like uh, the meta nature of the film which yeah. aryan also sajjad ali khan which is like the sar ali khan so, thing during that <laughs> moment only i was like there's something off like there's something <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like how do you how do you depict something as hmm. complex as showing your coping mechanism or your uh, self defensive mechanism in a mainstream bollywood musical right you exaggerated yeah. Yeah, like exactly you make it seem absurd you make it arrive on an elephant with like उटिंग Hmm. I mean, it has that undertone of things happening. I mean, yeah. uh, things. Uh, they mention of... it. They mention it clearly. I think uh, she mentioned it to do? her family. Yeah, yeah. Like that. आप लोगों ने हम मेरे सामने killed my parents. Yeah. हाँ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. time, it's you think it's like more of a because she's. I mean, it's a story. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's like 
being indicative of something but it's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. it actually is pointing in yep. uh, it turns out um so yeah i mean i really like the whole the filminess of it as well yeah. uh, i think we were i was like you sent me that you uh, sent me that review where someone said it how often how we are like probably discarding all the filmy romances how what we used to probably indulge into and calling them absolutely problematic like, nonsensical actually not even problematic nonsensical hmm. but that is the whole dna attached to the whole thing as a as a culture yeah, to the yeah. filmmaking so you can't really shake it off to be honest i mean i, I, mean, I guess the, there. i guess the argument for people who don't like something like a tarangire would be that there is the fact that it is a no it used to be a norm of uh, bollywood cinema is not a good thing i guess that would be the criticism like that we need to shed this off no we shouldn't shed this off i think we should embrace it but we should develop it, it better fully. yeah, yeah. No, and correct yeah. and become better at it that's yeah. i think the better solution than like i mean you look at every filmmaking industry has their own culture this is what exactly. has you know been uh, the the tag for for the hindi film industry that it represents yeah. all of these things yeah so ethical realism right yeah i mean it They're should all... have all and in this one it is completely justified also because i feel uh the the writer and directors are fully are are the actors in it are the characters in it i feel hmm. because they are believing all the the things that are happening the magical realism that is happening hmm. the writer is for me dhanush who's like finding hmm. his wife i mean he recently got married as well yeah. so i mean i don't know i'm just maybe like reading too much into it no but the but, meta nature is there no zero mein kitna tha like ha, zero to was servicing shahrukh khan's the whole image. stature yeah, image yeah. yeah and this one i think it it's it services more of the um the director and the writer but i think and and also props to uh, ar rehman score man yeah. how brilliant it was uh one moment which has stayed with me throughout is the the when dhanush is being forcefully getting married and the and he's basically on uh, nitrogen dioxide and and laughing gas so basically he's slightly drugged and the music that plays in his head i think most of the music is dhanush's perspective music mm. and only a few of it is uh, uh, sara ali, ali khan's and mm. and one of it is uh, sajjad ali khan's mm. i mean akshay kumar so and the whole music in dhanush's head is just gibberish ar rehman uh, singing it's yeah. like whatever he is doing i mean he he did that in rangila also if you listen to music oh. uh, that music but uh, he's doing that and oh nice like, plug yeah. for a ramgopal verma movie yeah oh ramgopal verma returns <laughs> with this classic uh, but yeah but i mean now he'll make rangila 2 also no no he's made his <laughs> rangila 2 with nach nach yeah yeah uh, but uh, i mean on a d- different sandeep is now lost in ramgopal verma <laughs> oh shit uh but yeah i think that is how i looked at atrangire which i thought it was eccentric yep. uh and also like it's not just everybody like i think i said it the previous recording as well i mean mm-hmm. i mean all of us are just repeating ourselves uh, at this yeah, point we have to because we uh, don't have evidence that this <laughs> uh like everyone like the the actors the the director the writer yeah rehman 
the pankaj kumar the cinematographer the editor everyone just combined to make that film which in the end is credited as a film by everyone in the crew it's not yeah, just a great uh, a really great way of like doing, uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, i really like the way it's also done like i know rohit shetty does it with and directed by rohit shetty and crew and team but yeah, this, but this, this guy like, gives or oh, oh, the first name that comes is a film by ar rahman and then the it like, vanishes to other people and like whatever yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. name who knows yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, any any other points that you would like to put in defense for Atanvir? I mean, I mean, it's not even a defense. I think that's how we watched. We don't have the person who's the contrarian. No. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, Amartya. Yeah. But we'll you'll you'll get your due. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's all we have to talk about Atanvir and the best films we thought of. in hindi cinema yeah. atrangire was definitely part of it but we yeah. wanted to talk extensively about it and not do in not do a separate episode so mm. we just plugged in with the whole thing yeah. um i hope you all of us listening to this episode give a try to atrangire and mm. have your own you opinion because yeah. if you haven't already but yeah. just give it a try i feel everyone should give it a try for mm. what it's going for mm. and with the suspension of belief um mm. and i think these films are bound to not work for a lot of people anyway because yash chopra's lamhe which came in mm. 91 i think 1990 or 91 or 93 i don't know in the incest 90s subplot right or something had like had that incest uh, freudian subplot that I mean, time people love it when it didn't work it didn't work but lamhe worked like became like a cult film later on bombed at the box office then yeah but people love old um, boy and all that no I mean, yeah, but it's not uh, a subject that is closer to uh, you, right? It's something. It's something very alien to you, in a, in a sense. Okay, fine. So that is maybe why, that is why maybe people find it hard to believe, in a sense. Uh, I, I mean, mean, that's you what I think. Do you want to do a list of films which have incestuous plot points? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to make a case for like how how messed up some stuff is and how much people like them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. can't do with that but anyway uh, <laughs> that's a no but uh, no we can't do it but we'll have to actually put in effort but uh, thank you so much uh, for listening to the the episode uh, i think we covered yeah 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 it's sleepy now um, thank you so much for listening thank you so much for supporting us all throughout the year i think it was around a year back when we published uh, the ak versus ak episode which was like we put out that episode after a very very long time since we began so i think the that was the second the, the first resurrection of the podcast I the second is will happens either. happens in june so that is the yeah. uh, the second anniversary uh, but yeah we don't have to resurrect resurrect again resurrect no we we are putting it out on on a regular basis now i think people are listening to it as well yeah. uh, and thank you so much for the support share it to people uh, and if you like it please share it with people who like to listen about or talk about films you can recommend us stuff in our dms on instagram you can follow us on instagram at queenisdead.filmpodcast uh, on instagram and follow us on spotify it really helps us it helps us also know that we are doing the right kind of stuff we're making the right kind of things uh, please follow uh, aryan on his instagram called aryan talks film he's putting out some really solid stuff videos uh, video essays and written articles which is also publishing on other publications like film companion chalchitra talks who are paying him now 500 bucks per article uh, and uh, dhruv at <laughs> dhruv at terminal cinema where he'll recommend you some really really solid stuff 
and uh, me pixel baba who's still highly inactive but you can follow me uh, i don't know what i'll post i am not posting about films though post about the birds sanjeet i did post the birds by hitchcock yeah. i'm posting my my stuff which is whatever photos and videos if you if you are yeah. interested but i don't know if you'll be interested in that but anyway uh, who cares who cares man <laughs> who people cares made, people made 83 a lot of, lot of us weren't interested in it come on the free content uh, Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, we forgot to mention how 83 has some vomit inducing moments. Okay. Uh, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much <laughs> for following. Uh thank you so much for listening. Uh happy new year. Khatam. Don't watch 83. Uh okay. Dekho bhai pehle se ho gaya na 10 copies aise alag alag dal ke rakho score. Tum drive pe bhi abhi upload kar de. Matlab wo Google Drive pe. Ah <laughs>